Hi, Rav Judy here with Masech Psachim, Perek Zayin, Mishnah Yud Aleph. So one of the issues that comes up in a Korban Pesach is that it's set aside, as we've talked about in prior Prakim, uh, for the people on the guest list, fine. Everybody on the guest list must get a kezayat in olives worth, whatever that is, uh, minimum worth of the meat, yet... Uh, it's eaten al hasova. It's eaten when you're already full, so you're not going to really be able to eat too much of it. But more so, you're not allowed to have leftover meat. Anything leftover is not supposed to be leftover, and if it is, it's burned. So I once tried to figure out how many people sat at an ancient seder, and I started doing all the math. I was googling to figure out how big a yearling lamb is, and then how much of that would be bone, and how much of that would be tendons. It's you know just trying to do the math and figure out, and then you know what's the weight and what's the density. So how many Kaziyats could you get? And then I realized that my entire calculation meant nothing because a lamb today is probably bigger than a lamb then because we're just able to care for them differently. Some of them, you know, the uh, farm may use hormones and growth hormones and selective breeding and this and that. So I tossed it out the window. It looked to me like it was going to be a seder of about 100 people, which it may have been. Large, you know, a family clan, maybe a family clan plus another family clan that we're sharing together. But I realized that I really didn't have any basis to go ahead without better knowledge of how big a sheep was back then. Having said that, this Mishnah deals with uh, two things. The first of uh, exactly what parts are considered the parts that are qualify for the meat that will make the kezayat, the olives worth of meat, as well as the prohibition against breaking bones of the Pesach. So, the, um, the whatever could be eaten on an ox, an ox is a large animal, strong, heavy, whatever could be eaten on an ox can also be eaten on a little lamb, which is a more tender animal. That's just a general rule. In other words, the, uh, the ox is assumed to be tougher. So if you could eat on the ox, you could definitely eat it on the kid. And we're going to include here, for um, the tips of the shoulder blades, literally the wings, but Obviously, sheep don't have wings and oxen don't have wings, but there was a shoulder blade. There's a tip there that if you boil it long enough on an ox, it'll get soft and one could eat it. So on a kid, it'll also be soft enough by roasting. And saksuchim are various bits of cartilage throughout the body. Um, those things are also still considered edible. Bone is not edible. Sinew is not edible. Now, having said that, there's another reading of this that it's not so much about what you can eat, but what's considered to be hard enough that it's considered breaking a bone. Because there's a prohibition against breaking a bone. So this may be also including that the, uh, that the tip of the shoulder blade and the cartilage uh, are hardened and could be considered breaking a bone if one goes there. Um, but hashovra to etza, I'm sorry, no, that you, that, take that back, that one could eat these things, they are not considered a bone. And, uh, and therefore, it's, it's okay to eat them. But if one shover to etzim, if you break a bone on the Pesach, hatahor, a tahor pure, ready to go Pesach, hareza loka arbaim, one gets 40 lashes. Uh, but if you don't break a bone, you just leave over some meat, or shover batame, you do break a bone, but the Pesach was tame, in a loka arbaim, you don't get 40 lashes. So there's 40 lashes for the negative prohibition of breaking a regular bone, uh, not the shoulder blade tip or the cartilage, but a regular bone. Uh, there, is, there is not a 40-lash penalty for leaving over. Rather, one's simply supposed to burn it in the morning. And if one does break a bone but the animal was tummy, that's also not a 40-lash infraction.